0: That got with a sensational mark over the top of Cox.
1: G'day, community, and welcome to this very special edition of the Jock Reynolds podcast. I'm Leckdog. Dog. I'm joined by Damo. How are you? I'm good, Leck. How are you? I'm fantastic. Very exciting special edition of the podcast. And Patch, you also join us for this. G'day. Uh, exciting day. How are you? I'm all over the shop and would like to have a nap
2: for a week, but I'm excited to be back chatting to you two wonderful people and especially about something new and fresh and exciting that I know very little about, but I'm happy to be here.
1: Well, we don't need to tease it anymore. Uh, We're talking about AFLW Fantasy, which Marrera's magic has put together. If you don't know Marrera, we interviewed him on a podcast last year or the year before, but has won AFL Fantasy twice decided enough's enough, let's get a AFLW Fantasy competition up and going, has done it. It's currently being built, Demo. The site is still being built, but you can enter a team and sign up now. Do you want to give the details on the site, where people can go, etc., etc.?
0: Yeah, so go to aflwfantasy.com.au, sign up, enter a team. Uh, it's still in development, been told by the man himself that they're still rolling out updates Hopefully they'll have it all finished by the first round, but I assume if it's not done by the first round, then it will be, then there'll be ways that they make up for it. But in saying that, Supercoach doesn't start until about round three anyway, so maybe they're following suit with it not starting straight away.
1: Well, it's it's bloody exciting patch uh, for for several reasons. One, they've managed to land some prize money, which is awesome. So five thousand cash to the overall winner come the end of the competition, which let's be honest, is going to be Marrera. He wins all of these sort of competitions. He's but Patch, very good. Patch, why is this important, do you think? I think it's very important that we finally got an AFLW fantasy game.
2: I mean, it's, I think it's important on a lot of levels. One, it kind of recognises the fact that AFLW is a very serious competition, and a, it's a good competition as well. It's, it's a valid sport, and a lot of people still haven't quite made that leap across yet. Um, and it, it's kind of, you know, gives gives it a bit more around it that, you know, it's not just a, a standalone um, kind of summer competition that no one really pays attention to. No, it, it is, it, it's real football and it deserves its own fantasy game. And also because if enough people jump on board, we might see the Herald Sun or the AFL fantasy guys, you know, try and pull it together themselves and pull together their own, you know, professional, you know, um, competitions that, that are the same as the the AFLM
1: I mean I don't disagree with a single thing you've said there Patch, I think it's uh, it's it's vital and, and it's really important because people engage with fantasy content and if you engage, you learn more about it, you enjoy it more Yeah. I mean look at BBL, I didn't give a shit uh, crap about it a couple of <laughs> years ago but Damo, you turned me completely around on that one now uh, let's talk AFLW Fantasy, what you can currently do on the website demo. You can sign up, you can select your team, you can save your team. You can't currently select your captain emergency and stuff. That'll come. But if you don't know players, you can actually do an autofill demo which picks from the pool of all Australian uh, all Australian players from last year and from like all the big-name players that... Uh, are known around the league. So you can, even if you don't know anything about the competition, much like me, you can actually let the machine or the AI pick a team for you, and it'll probably do better than any of the advice that I'm about to give you. So that's exciting. And then the only other thing I've noted that is if at the moment, if you've forgotten your password, you're going to have to contact the AFLW Fantasy team, I think on Twitter, and they'll reset your password. You can't currently do it through the website. So that's the only issue. So write down your websites, people, because I forgot mine and had to contact them. All right. Well, let's jump into it, boys, because we can already see some of the the most highly selected players in the competition. Uh, If you go to aflwfantasy.com.au, you're about to see all the players. Their averages from last year... Their ownership percentage, et cetera, et cetera, their price, what they're priced at, and what their break even is. Everyone, well, pretty much everyone, everyone's priced at what they averaged last year, unless they didn't play last year. Um, and the number one player in the comp demo comes from Fremantle. Kiara Bowers uh, averaged 108 last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's actually not the highest taken player at the moment
1: no not in terms of ownership but uh in terms of production she was the best the the most successful player last year who are the higher
0: owned players than Kiara Bowers Uh, it's actually two rookies so it's Charlie Rowbottom at the Suns and Georgie Prosparcus at the Cats
1: now, they're, a, they're slightly more expensive rookie-priced players. They are priced at twenty thousand one hundred and twenty thousand three hundred dollars dollars respectively. Do you think these are players we just need to chuck in our sides to help fill out that bench?
0: I think you need to fit them in somehow. Uh, it looks like those two are probably the best rookies available, and then there's other ones that are um, mature age, which are a bit cheaper down the track.
1: Now, Damo, we were talking off-air before the podcast, and you mentioned that... In AFLW Fantasy, you might struggle to fill out your defence because the players are all very expensive. So is there other areas where we can um, find
0: some bargains in? I think the forward line in the midfield has a lot of rookies available and don't stack your interchange with players that are higher than rookie price really because there's enough rookies around that will be able to stop you from getting a donut during the season. Um, but you prob- really do need to start with the most amount of points on field.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the age-old adage, pick the good players, is is my advice. Patch, Let are there that. any names jumping out at you off the page on uh, the aflwfantasy.com.au website?
2: Um, Charlie Rowbottom is one of the names that I recognise for having massive raps on her, uh, which is very exciting um, going through again, I haven't followed AFL fantasy, uh, sorry, AFLW, a huge amount because there's been no Essendon side in it and there's been no fantasy competition. So I haven't had as much connection to it, but the names that I do kind of recognize, um, Taylor Harris looks very cheap and has had a change of clubs, um, which, you know, in the forward line looks like a decent option. I'm thinking, um, again, don't know a huge amount about, um, how Melbourne is setting up, but. They will be good this year. And if she's playing in the forward line, then hopefully that means points. Um, and then also um, getting a bit of a local flavor. Um, Aurora Smith from the Bulldogs has um, a, a Goulburn Valley product and Bulldogs with a very young side. She was phenomenal up here. And that's the only tip I can give anyone is that she's very good at football. And if she gets a look in, um, I will absolutely be
1: selecting her. All right, a couple of uh, hot tips there. A couple of cheap players. I'm not 100% sold on uh, Taylor Harris just because I think in a similar vein to Supercoach Arthur Fantasy, she's going to be playing a key position role and will require marks and goals to score, of which I'm not totally confident uh, she will produce um, consistently enough for us. I think we'll run through players and sort of the top, I don't know, 20 or so priced players. Um, just to give people an idea out there who haven't looked into it yet, what they can be looking at in terms of prices and whatnot. So Kiara Bowers, as we said, was the number one price player at $91,100. Jasmine Garner from the Kangaroos, $79,100, averaged $94 last year. Brittany Bonici uh, also averaged 94 last year, priced at $79,400 from Collingwood. She actually had the third highest single game score. Last season, she's got 129, so you know she can score big. And I should mention Kiara Bowers scored 132 in a game last year, so she can go big as well. Um, Brianna Davey, I think she's going to be a very popular selection in 16% of teams, plays for the Pies now, averaged 93 last year. Alice Parker from the GW Giants, another midfielder, 77,500, averaged 92 last year. And then... Um, a couple of names to avoid, we've got Georgia Patricios from St. Kilda, not currently playing this season. We've got Emma Kearney, who's going to miss round one because she's isolating. So there's a couple of names there that are actually reasonably highly selected already. So if you've got them in your team, I think you need to move them on because they're not going to be playing. Um, and then one name that stands out to me that isn't in as many teams as I thought it would be, Damo, they'd be, is Erin uh, Phillips. Adelaide Crows midfielder, 70,900. We know how good she's been, averaged 84 last year, only in 3.9% of teams. What's the reasoning there, do you think?
0: I think you can't have Phillips and Bowers in the same side. I think getting Bowers sort of prices you out of uh, a few players at that top end, especially in the midfield, if you're trying to fill your entire team because – uh, the full as i said the forward line has lots of rookies to choose from but you definitely want names that you can build your forward line around and so and the forward line it's basically an average of about 50 and then drops to about an average of about 20 so um so building your forward line re- need, means you need money left over and if you spent all your money in your midfield then you've got no money to go around in your in your forward line
1: well, let's look at the the higher ranked forwards from last year. And there's no surprise that a couple of these are demon players. Tyler Hanks averaged seventy nine last year, priced sixty-six seven hundred in twenty eight percent team's gonna be a really popular pick, followed by Kate Haw, fifty nine five hundred, averaged seventy last year, and I believe is the sister of Marty Hoare. Does that sound about right, gentlemen?
2: I would have absolutely no clue. It, it's possible. It's, it's possible.
1: Sure. Let's go with that. I'm pretty confident that that's a fact, that they're related. I'm, I'm pretty confident. Other players in the forward line who are going to be popular picks, gentlemen, is Darcy Vesio, who uh, plays for Carlton 43-100. Only averaged 51 last year, but as you said, Damon, that's sort of the range you're probably looking for in the forward line. And with the absence of... Um, a couple of key blues she's going to be uh, they're going to be a very popular pick
0: yeah i think um darcy vesio is going to be a very popular pick and the way that they play is just i mean there's a reason you go to the football and they are one of the reasons so um definitely worth picking
1: another name that i'm interested in patch it's Chloe Malloy from the Collingwood Football Club, thirty-seven thousand one hundred dollars. Only averaged forty-four last year. Is in twenty percent of teams. and uh, did the same uni degree as me. So that's a, a real, a real uh, yes factor for me. That's a real wow factor. But also, um, is a great media talent. I think we should just support them. We should support all the people we like.
2: Yeah, and I think it's a yeah, it's a good way to try and go through and and look at players you might have a connection to or you have read something cool about somewhere um but yeah i i don't know um how a lot of the teams are shaping up um and you know that that's where a lot of the really good um work that's been done you know by journos on afl.com and on the herald sun and, and the age and have a look around and, and read some of that stuff as well because not only that it kind of the more people read it the more they're encouraged to write about it as well so um i'll certainly be spending it a, a couple of hours scrolling through a bunch of um, previews for the season um, and learning a bit more. Today is not us telling people who to pick. It is us just saying, this is a thing that's here. It's cool. Give it a shot.
1: Oh, 100%. We're just uh, looking through the list. Mainly this is a PSA to let people know that it exists. Damo, you were saying before you were looking at all the predicted best 22s for this season. Where were you finding that?
0: I was finding that on uh, the AFL website written by, uh, well, a bunch of people, but curated by Sarah Black.
1: Yeah, so I think uh, that is going to be a great place for people to start. If they don't know
0: all of the teams in the comp, I only
1: really know the Blues myself. So, uh, natural. well, to be fair, that's true of AFLM as well. So <laughs> I, um, I got no idea. But I'll tell you what, I will be picking Brianne Moody in the ruck line. Lock that in 13 13- 0.2% ownership, 55,300. Damo, do we know is the ruck line like in AFL SuperCoach or AFL Fantasy? Is that a place where we can lock in just a ton of points, or is it a bit different in this competition?
0: Don't know. I've, I mean, I don't know what scoring format they're using for this. Um, it's going to be. I think they're going to be trying to to be as close to AFL Fantasy as possible. So, I assume you're going to be able to just lock and load a player.
2: Um, I've got the. I've just found the points up. Um, it looks very close um, to my understanding of AFL fantasy in that you get three points for a kick, two for a handball, three for a mark, four for a tackle, one for a hit-out, one for a free kick, four, three points off for a free kick against, six for a goal, one for a behind, and it is best 16 mirroring the AFLW as well.
1: Yeah, and double score for your captain, vice-captain. If yep. your captain doesn't play, presumably we can loophole. I'm not sure if there's a rolling lockout. That's a very good question. We'll
2: find out. We'll- we
1: will find out. Um, trades, you're going to get three trades per week. Uh, there will also be a utility position, which AFL Fantasy uses. So if you're not familiar with that, go and jump on AFL Fantasy. They do a great job of explaining it. But basically, it's a free position to, to store a player in the can be any sort of position, um, and there will be price changes from round one. Um, the prices only change if the players play that round, so it's going to be pretty similar to um, to uh, AFL think. fantasy
2: as the name implies, it's um, the thing that I'm also very interested in following along with, um, which will have implication for the men's season as well, the novel coronavirus, that old thing, Um, how that impacts the competition and how, um, you know, how games are are moved around if need be, or fixed to changes, um, that'll be very interesting to watch as well. Um, And I mean, fingers crossed, it all goes smoothly and we don't have to worry about it too much but um, that's potentially if it is a rolling lockout keeping trades up your sleeve like we've had to do in, in BBL fantasy or BBL supercoach um, might be the way to go we'll
1: see yeah it's going to be <laughs> we're not talking about that they've already acknowledged that they, you know they're going to treat it like an injury and we're just going to adapt but um, we will We'll see how that goes we'll see Demo. You get a salary cap of $717,100. You got to pick, what is it, 21 players, 16 on field, five on the bench. Is there anything else we need to cover off other than go to aflwfantasy.com.au, pick a team. And if you know more than we do, tell us who to pick.
0: Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, I'm messing with my team as we speak at the moment and... I mean, they've given us a pretty good salary cap and it definitely, I mean, it's not too generous, but it's not so small that you struggle to even put a team together. So it's one of those ones where you definitely have to work within the lines and learn who these players are and watch the football.
1: Yeah, they're certainly given, they're more generous than us when we run, um, uh, when we run our fantasy game, because we barely give you enough money to even field a team. <laughs>
2: It's part of the fun, part of the fun, but also 40 years back on that note. And oh boy, let's get excited.
1: Yep. Go the blues, smash the pies. That's all I really care about, to be honest.
2: Rightio, check it out. We will pop a link in the description. Lovely chatting to you two.
1: It was lovely. I know we probably sound clueless to those out there, but I'm really excited we- to learn. We're
0: trying.
2: Exactly. If you know more... Comments or hit us up on Twitter. Let us know who we should be picking who we should avoid.
1: Yep. Looking forward to it. All right. Shout out to Mara's Magic once again for the amazing work. Love y'all community.